Victor Wimbayama made his Spurs preseason debut, and we're going to chat with the Spurs' Dr. Kara Allen. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get the podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every single day. Find us on Ken's 5 Plus app, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. The list goes on and on. Hey, what are we talking about today? We're going to take a quick look at Wimby's preseason debut versus the Thunder. And what a debut it was. Also, we're going to bring in a special guest, Dr. Kara Allen with the San Antonio Spurs. Now, for those of you who do not know, she is the Chief People Impact and Belonging Officer. I had a chance to catch up with her uh, a week ago, and she's going to explain why the Spurs are so involved in the San Antonio community, how it's impacting her, and just the community impact overall. Uh, that will be an audio interview only, uh, so stay uh, tuned for that and just a heads up on that as well. But boy, what a debut for Victor Wimbanyama. Now look, full disclosure, this uh, quick little update on Wimby's preseason debut is just after the first half of last night's Thunder game. We're going to get a deeper dive into Wimby's debut and the rest of the team as well. Uh, on tomorrow's Locked On Spurs uh, show. I think believe uh, Rudy Campos is going to be joining us for that one. But as far as Wimby's, at least first half, his preseason debut, my goodness, uh, what are some of the takeaways that you got to start off with? Well, one, first of all, the length. The length of Wimby is going to be a problem for opposing defenses. Uh, for example, early in the game, uh, yeah, he got crossed up. And the uh, uh, Thunder player had a clear shot to the basket, but Wemby's length really def- uh, was an issue as he was able to recover and block the shot. Now, you can even see his defensive impact just a presence alone. Multiple times, Thunder players were going to challenge him going to the paint. Now they sagged off or passed it off or decided to take an outside shot. We're still talking just his defensive impact. Also, too, he was able to play the passing lanes. On one particular play, he was able to D up and get his hand in the passing lane, cause a turnover, and run it down to the other end of the court for an easy dunk. I mean, this this kid, I mean, my goodness, sure, okay, fine. Maybe it's preseason, and yes, it is a meaningless game, but this is the first time we see him against NBA competition, not against a G League United team, not against a French League team, not against a Summer League team, not against his own teammates in practice. This is the first time we saw him against a real NBA opponent. And now what a debut it was. I mean, that we're again, we're just talking about the defensiveness. Now, let's look at some of the first half defensive numbers alone. He had a block, three rebounds. Obviously, he challenged a lot of the Thunder uh, shot attempts and was, I believe, the plus four out of the game but the thunder in the first half made a quick you know they were trying to catch up they were down double digit they cut that lead a lot of the scoring for thunder during that run they had on san antonio was when victor was off the court and they were getting clean looks at the bucket and they were getting dunks immediately you saw victor sitting on the uh, bench or at least on the scores table ready to come back in 
personally, I made it very clear. I thought, okay, after that debut, first half, sit him down. He's done. It's a meaningless preseason game. The last thing you need is knock on wood, something happened to him. But, yeah, uh, he continued to play. You, you know, you overall, you're looking at him, and he, you know, already talking with refs, you know, already trying to plead his case. Uh, you know, him just, you know, being that effective player. I mean, if this guy is franchise, I mean, phew. I mean, what a start. I mean, look, look, we, we don't want to jump the gun too soon. Yes, it is a preseason game, and uh, perhaps the Thunder are not going to play at full power. But, I mean, I, just to know what he could blossom into. Again, we're just talking defensively. Defensively, he's going to be a problem. He's a defensive matchup nightmare. And we're not even talking about your Zach Collins and your Charles Bassey, and they're going to add a lot more length in the paint. Uh, on the defensive end, and Jeremy Sohan as well, who did not play versus the Thunder. So defensively, we're going to see the Spurs just spike with him alone, just him alone. Look, there's nowhere to go but up. The Spurs were near dead last, not one of the worst defensive teams last year. So, you know, you throw in Wimby, and sure enough, that's going to spike. But my goodness, I mean, I was in there just with my mouth just dropping. Like, did I just see him do that? Did I just see him recover after getting crossed up? And he flexed. He flexed when he got the block. And, you know, he is full of confidence. We know defensive, he will be a problem. And what made things pretty interesting, too, that he played a clean game. You know, he didn't get into foul trouble early on. You know, he was still being aggressive defensively, but playing uh, with a high level of IQ on the defensive end to stay out of foul trouble. Again, yes, we got to couch this. this is a preseason game, so don't make too much of this. You know, at the end of the day, you know, when the preseason, preseason is over, it's back to OO. So it is what it is. But my goodness, what a just, just incredible debut, at least for the first half of the Thunder uh, for Victor Wimbanyama. All right, when we get back, we're going to now transition into this, how he did offensively. Look at some of the numbers from the first half. And uh, again, be amazed at what we saw out of Victor in his NBA preseason debut right here on Locked on Spurs. But before we continue that, I want to talk to you about Jace Medical. You got to get yourself the Jace Case ASAP. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. It takes all, pretty much everything you need into one nice, you know, space-saving case, little pouch, and you have everything ready in case of emergency. Look, you want to be ready for anything. You want to have a medication on hand, not only for yourself, but perhaps for your loved ones as well. So all you got to do is go to Jace Case online and fill out a simple form. In some cases, you jump on a call uh, with one of their board certified physicians. You get ongoing care from their physicians and they get a real treatment for any related questions. Doctor created, doctor recommended. So don't be caught unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to take care of themselves and their loved ones for the unexpected. Jace handles everything online, evaluation, licensed pharmacy medication, delivery, and ongoing consultation and care. So look, there's so many things out there. I mean, you, you just don't know. You got shortages, you got pandemics, you got reliance on China, supply chain issues. You wanna be prepared now more than ever. That's why you gotta get yourself the Jace case. Easy as one, two, three. Just go online and fill out their form. Get 20 bucks off. These life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my code LOCKEDON at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Once again, get 20 bucks off 
these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using code LOCKEDON. Hey everybody, this is Nathan Ray Clark from Criminal Minds and Modern Family, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs, hosted by Victor Wimbiana's new best friend, Jeff Garcia. And we're back right here on Locked On Spurs. We're looking at Victor Wimbayama's preseason debut. We're looking at that first half. And again, we will get into a deeper dive in tomorrow's Locked On Spurs overall. More on Wimby and just the team collectively after preseason game one. And in a few minutes, we're going to have Spurs Dr. Kara Allen to join us. It will be an audio-only uh, interview. In case you don't know who she is, she is the Chief People Impact and Belonging Together Officer. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, Victor, we talked about defensively what we saw, the length, the recovery, the ability just to create chaos in the paint, uh, his presence alone. And then we saw what happened with him when he exited and how the Thunder were able to attack the rim. And uh, yeah, his presence was definitely missed defensively. Now, offensively, for the first half, seven for nine from the field. Now, majority of those seven shots made were at the rim. But that's going to be his bread and butter. There's nobody that can stop him offensively if the ball is lobbed up high enough. And we can jump high enough. His wingspan alone will be able to grab the ball from a pipe a toss-in point. And he was able to be effective under the basket. The dunks, the moves, the assists. I mean, his court vision, I don't think that gets enough attention. He was able to find open guys for a quick, like, underneath pass. So you'd love to see that as well. And the, we kind of understand that he's going to do his damage in the paint. There's really not many NBA players that can challenge him. Maybe Chet, you know, we'll see how Joel Embiid plays him. We'll see how Joker plays him. But outside of those few people, yeah, I, I mean, not many can challenge him under the paint. So hopefully the Spurs will beat him. Perhaps the return of four down, you know, maybe that might be effective. But you look at his ability to stretch the floor. He nailed two three-pointers. Now, one was at the three-point line, but one was kind of several feet away from it, and he was a knockout, knock it down. Clean looks. I mean, he could just jump, and nobody's going to be bothering his eyesight, his line of sight there, his shot sight. He was just able to knock it down. And you look at what he can become, you know, offensively, in the paint, out of the three. There's a reason why they call him an alien. I mean, look what he's done. There were several Spurs fans on social media last night, just amazed. They were using, you know, the cigar gifs, you know, like, yeah, we're good, we're good, we got him in tow. So the Spurs are going to do well by him. You know, overall, you like what you're seeing so far, and you try not to, you know, knee jerk. You don't want to do that. You, you want to keep it cool. You want to look at, you know, okay, this was one game. Let's see how he rebounds. So I think that's going to be the next test for him. How he's going to rebound in the next preseason game as he gets more NBA experience out of him. You, you know, and you look at just uh, overall, you, you know, sure, you know, he found open guys. And, yeah, maybe I think he found one guy and uh, Blake Wesley, he kind of flubbed the uh, the layup. But the fact that he's able to share that offensive well, it's not just him, black hole, and that's it. You know, he was looking for his other guys on the, on the court. He was trying to find them, and he was there. He's also, you know, just – being as much as he is a disruptor on defense, he was being a disruptor on offense. Uh, you, you saw him shoot over guys, you know, you saw him accept that challenge offensively to go against a defensive guy like Ch Chet Holmgren and try to stop him. And uh, he flipped, I mean, passed with flying colors. Now, were there some issues? Sure, you know, he had what four turnovers at least into three quarters, you know, but you, you know, you almost want to forgive that. Uh, because it is preseason game one. Uh, there's still chemistry issues to be uh, sorted out. 
you know, you look at Trey, Trey Jones, you know, he had three turnovers, at least into the third period. Again, we're going to go into a deeper dive of this preseason game of tomorrow's Locked On Spurs. But uh, look, yeah, the chemistry will come. I'm pretty sure the turnovers were cut down. Uh, you know, he's going to get used to his teammates and vice versa, get used to the NBA game, you know, get used to the playing, the play calls, all that good stuff. But offensively, flying colors. Defensively, pass with flying colors. Wow. Are you excited just as I am? You know, you want to be a little realist. Don't need jerk. But what a debut for Victor Wembanyama. It is just, let's just say that light of the Antonio this rebuild, because I still think they're still in the rebuild. It's getting brighter by the minute. Wait till we're in, you know, the all-star break. What is he going to look like now? This is just a preseason game. What does he look like on offensive and defensive towards the all-star break? When he gets it, you know, he added at least 20 pounds to his frame. So he's getting stronger. His basketball NBA IQ is going to get you know, stronger as well, you know, with a good half season under his belt. Woo. The sky's the limit for Victor Wembayama. There's a reason why they call him an alien. It's like the sky, you know, maybe not the sky anymore. Maybe it's just outer space. Outside of the Milky Way galaxy is his limit. So we will see what he will become. Again, tomorrow's Lockdown Spurs, deeper dive into preseason game one with Rudy Campos. But up next, we have Dr. Kara Allen. Now, again, she is the chief impact and belonging officer for your San Antonio Spurs. I got a chance to catch up with her during a ribbon cutting ceremony for a uh, reopening of Acme Park in San Antonio. It was audio only, uh, but nevertheless, she talks about how the Spurs are continuing to give back to the community, you know, why it means so much for her. Uh, you even hear her emotion. She gets very emotional about she shares a story or that reaction when I asked her, like, what does she mean for her when she sees parts that her and her team and Spurs Give have done for the city of San Antonio and seeing it being used? It's a great interview. I want to thank Dr. Uh, Allen for coming on. By the way, she corrected me very quickly to start the seat, to start the interview. We don't call her Dr. Allen. She said, just call me Kara. So she's very humble and down to earth. But yeah, we'll be back tomorrow on Lockdown Spurs with Brittany Campos to go over preseason game one and put somebody in the spotlight with Victor's arrival. I wonder who that can be. But before we play that interview with Dr. Allen, I want to talk about Muslingers Drive-Through Coffee. You got to go to Muslingers right now. 2404,000 Oaks Drive located in the Stone Oak area here in San Antonio. They have a wide variety of drinks, dairy alternatives. They got their uh, signature Muslinger drink. They got so many signature drinks like the Alien for Victor Wembanyama. It's a full can of Red Bull, Kiwi, Green Apple, all mixed together. They got the OG OJ, which is a callback to the 80-70 vibes of the Orange Julius, but it's recreated only at Mustangers Drive-Thru Coffee. They got the Sub-Zero in honor of UTSA's Frank Harris. And if you got deep pockets, there's a new drink that just bothers me a lot. I'm not going to even say it. I, I don't know if I want to say it. I can't say it. If you have $99 and you want to get a golden go or goblet, not literally gold, but it's recreated golden goblet, and you like tea, or I'm going to say it, it's called the money bag. I hate saying that. It's not true. I don't know. What. To this day, I hate that thing. But if they have the money bags drink, so I don't think anybody's going to buy it. It's $99. There's no way. I, I, I'd be stunned if anybody gets it. But it's there, too. It's an option. Uh, they have the red light, the Red Bull infused with lightning bolt series. 
Uh, that's basically just a drink to get you going through your day or get your day started. A nice, good jump start only at Muslinger's Drive Through Coffee. Over 300 five star reviews cannot be wrong. Friendly staff, good menu. They got mini donuts as well. They're local proud sponsor of Locked On Spurs and they love serving their sanitarian community. Again, 2404,000 Oaks Drive, open every day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. You can find them on Threads, TikTok, Facebook, X. I mean, just pick a platform. They're there, at Muslinger, S-A-T-X, all one word. Life is too short for bland coffee. All right, let's go ahead and bring in our next guest, Dr. Kara Allen of your San Antonio Spurs. All right, welcome back, everybody, to Lockdown Spurs. I have a very special guest, Dr. Karen Allen. She works with the Spurs as the Chief Impact Officer, and she corrected me right away. She said, just make sure to call her Kara. Correct. <laughs> Kara, welcome to Lockdown Spurs. Thank you so much, sir. It's an honor to be here. So, you know, this is a new position, fairly new. You know, obviously, you're making big strides in the community. Can you talk to a little bit about your role? What do you do? What does it entail? Sure. So when we talk about impact at the Spurs, we talk about it through this lens of building leaders and legacies. And we talk about it through the lens of building leaders and legacies where we live, learn, work, and play. Reason why that's so important for us is we need to get really clear on when we say we show up for community, like okay, what does that mean, right? Mm -hmm. What are we uniquely positioned right. to do? And you and I both know the thing that Spurs have is a legacy here, sure. right? Yes. Um, and so my responsibility and the team that I have the honor of leading, our responsibility is to do a couple things. One, to ensure that our staff internally mm -hmm. embrace a culture of impact, embrace a culture of recognizing that it's bigger than ball, it's bigger than, uh, it's bigger than basketball, it's bigger than soccer. Sure. It's bigger than any of us. Right. Um, it's about showing up for each other, taking right. care of each other. And it's about using what we have to do so. And so when we talk about impact, we talk about it through it, three lenses, healing, access, and belonging. Right. This court is an example of all those things. Sure. Sport heals. Whether or not we... Right. What, doesn't matter if we name it true, it is already true. Young people and adults alike have showed that, have, have proven it to yeah. us. Um, and access is, to, it's, it's access, right? right yeah. Without a core, a kiddo doesn't play. Without sure. a core, a family doesn't engage together right. in this space. And it's about belonging. Belonging is really simple for me and for us. It's about, I can bring my authentic self here. The dream for me is that every human right here is bringing their authentic 6 p.m. self, right? Yeah. After a long day, after a school day, after all the things that the world shows up alongside us for, this is authentic self moment, and, and that's our work. You know, during the uh, ribbon cutting ceremony uh, to reopen Acme Park here, one of the spokespersons said, hey, it's great to just hear the community alive. Yeah. She highlighted the music. She highlighted the, right. just the, the, the noise, the activity. In other words, that family feel. And that's what it feels like, at least at this event uh, for the Acme Reopening Park. Uh, what went into this uh, project? How did it all come about? What has been the community reaction? Sure, a couple of things. One, I'll say, like, that's it. The thing yeah. you just named, the almost the unnameable, the thing you feel right. and the thing you hear, that's what sport does, right? If you go to the arena, if you go to a basketball court, if it's that's, that alive, mm -hmm. that brings people together. It brings people together who oftentimes don't come together or might not come together right. under any other framework. So the opportunity to create that space, one, is core. But to your question around, like, so we don't move without community. We okay. talk about, so when we move, when we make the decision to, uh, to refurbish a court or to create a new court, we don't do so in a vacuum. Um, we do so with a couple of important partners alongside us. One, of course, the Parks Foundation sure. and the Parks Department. 
in addition to that, it's community. It's community telling us what they need. And so we have folks internally and across small communities all around San Antonio and beyond yeah. that are telling us this is what we need. This mm -hmm. is a gap in the services that we can help provide. Right. And so Acme Park is actually the 14th park that oh, we've, wow. we've refurbished this year. Um, and it's actually the last one this year, but not the last one for Play SA. There's right. many more to come. Um, and this one is particularly special because San Antonio, um, San Antonio neighborhoods, neighbors together. Mm -hmm. That's tonight is the night for San Antonio mm -hmm. neighbors together. In addition to that, um, Pal, which you heard I talk was about, just about to bring that up. Um, yeah. Without yeah. Pal as a partner, Sports Youth Basketball League wouldn't be running across mm -hmm. the street at the middle school. So the other thing is really important for us to share is that when we build a court, it's not a step in, build a court and exit. Mm -hmm. But how do we ensure that while the court is there, right. a court is only as good as the inhabitants, mm -hmm. right? In the same way a house is just a house until the people join it, the court is the same. So we commit to ongoing programming and mm -hmm. development. The beauty of ACME is that the programming actually came first. Okay. Spurs Youth, ba Spurs Youth Basketball League right. in partnership with PAL was across the street. And in rec and in, in, um, in, and in participating and, and engaging and partnering with PAL, we recognized that the community also was in need of an outdoor court, outdoor mm -hmm. play space that needs renovation. And so that is sort of how the Acme Park renovation uh, was born. You mentioned you have more than 10 plus parks that you and your staff and this, the organization has re re revived, renovated. What does it make you feel when you drive past one park and you mm -hmm. see it alive? You see it being used. You see it impacting the community. What is that personal impact for you? Um, I see she's beaming right now, everybody. You know, she <laughs> that, is so beaming. That's like that's that's the work, yeah. sir. Right? Like I I I love I deeply love the opportunity to wear the Spurs brand for these moments. Mm -hmm. Like kiddos grow. I had a, a, our leadership offsite this week to ensure mm -hmm. that we are all aligned. The impact team is all aligned on the vision to execute on our impact goals for this season, and all of us are, are brought either to silence or to tears mm -hmm. and considering not just like to build a court, but to kill, build a court, to build a legacy, right? right? To yeah. build a court, to build a memory that lasts forever and to build a court that lasts much longer than I will last. We talk last thing. <laughs> this is, as you know, deeply like important to me, yeah, but I call it cathedral building work. It's one work that's much bigger than each of us as humans. It should always be. I never want my name to be remembered, but I always want the court in the space and the way that the Spurs and the Spurs team has showed up mm -hmm. to be a part of community, right? right? Yeah. Um, we lay one really good brick and a really beautiful story for a cathedral we'll never see built. Right. That's the story of Acme Park in this community. Right. This court does not solve everything. Mm -hmm. This court becomes a brick to lay a foundation right. for a community that all of the generational families yeah. that live around this court right. believe in, dream in, and hope for for their young people. Right, and I, I, I know you gotta go and interact with everybody, but if you can get to the nitty gritty, what went into the Acme reopening? What went at, what went in? What kind of renovations did the uh, the organization put into it? So, San, we're good. Uh, San Antonio Parks Foundation and and the San Antonio Parks Department play the lead role in telling us exactly what's needed for the court. We ensure that the funding is the funding is is there. The timeline is on track and that the community is brought alongside for every step of the way. The design of the court to, to meet the needs of community, both like 
what is the surrounding trees, right? What mm -hmm. is the like the cover need to look like? Um, where are the where are middle schools located? What other activities that are put around here? We know that this this community specifically has a large population of of young people, young people under than six years old. So we ensure that there's a play place for okay. them as well. So when their older kiddos are on the basketball court, the kiddos who are just learning to walk and right. just learning just enjoying the slide, they also have a place to come and play. Right. So those are the questions we ask. Like, okay. right, how are we ensuring that we're centering all the focus in community? And then we ask those questions alongside our partners. Kara? Thank you for coming on Lockdown Sports and complimenting my microphone before we hit recording. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we appreciate you uh, talking to our community as well and serving the San Antonio community and doing the best you can and the organization to Thank help San Antonio's familia. Well, that's what familia it's about. at all costs. Uh, it's an honor. Thank you for letting us be in community with you.